Hello, Jeremy. Would you? <laughs> Still swinging it from earlier, huh? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's been days, and yeah. that's exactly the first thing that came to my mind. Hello, Jeremy. <laughs> I would like to be a good manager. How better can I manage you? We're behind a paywall now. Fuck you, Rob. Fuck you. You're <laughs> terrible. Go back to Amazon. Go pick for fucking Amazon because that's where you fucking belong. I'm a good manager. I sound like this. I uh, I forget exactly where the quote came from. I know someone quoted it. I think it was Caitlin quoted it to me the one day. She said, um, people rise to their level of incompetence. So that dude is definitely not competent enough. He may it may look good on paper, but he's definitely too much of a robot. Well, we've talked before about the paradigm of just because you have a four year degree in anything, as long as you get a Bachelor of Arts, you can be a motherfucking manager there. And it's so ridiculous. You would not believe how many elementary ed, and I'm not shitting on elementary ed, because as a... It's an important uh, position. It's an important thing. As a father of an elementary school kid, I can't imagine doing 20 to 30 of those little children at that age. I would be going fucking crazy. Because it's nothing for him to be jumping around and then doing goddamn Fortnite dances. And then, like, what are you doing? You've never played a game of Fortnite. How do you know this shit? I, uh, I was having an interesting conversation with a co-worker of mine last night about... Um, I know we had talked off mic about how sex work is starting to... People are starting to try to legitimize it. Well... This this guy you didn't say that society society is trying. There's a big push on like Twitter and Facebook and all the social media platforms to try to legitimize and and remove the stigmatization of sex work. Well, I was having a conversation with a coworker of mine last night, and we kind of were making fun of the idea of the fact that instead of like beauty school and these other like uh, makeup esque, you know, um, fucking trade schools, it's going to be like hooker school. So imagine 10, 15 <laughs> years from now, there being a bachelor of sluttery or something. And, like, your direct supervisor at Targay is going to be... Yeah, a bachelor in that. A bachelor of sluttery. I don't think it'll ever get to that point. I mean, we're talking as long as humankind has been passing around pieces of paper for currency. People have been trading their body for money. But, like... But it's never been 
destigmatized. No, because it's it's like I said, I can see it from both sides of the picture. I I mean, I said I said it off mic. I said it via text message. But I mean, for some people, they feel like that's their last bastion. I hope that's the last thing they have that's of any worth. Their words and thoughts, not mine. Yeah, no. But um, I understand the mindset. Trust me, I do. I've I've been close to that in my life. Yeah. But that was not something that I was proud about. Uh, that was not something that I was not going to live in deep shame about. It's not something I'd jump on Twitter and be like, yet I thug dick for money. Deal with it. You know what I mean? Some people would be proud of that, though, because of their upbringing, because of their moral code, because of their abused pasts, because of, you know, I mean, I don't think there's ever going to be a black and white on that. Um, It's just. I don't think you're ever going to get past that. Now, as I said, off mic, because. uh what was the association you were trying to make with child trafficking and prostitution? I mean, the next oh. step is them normalizing that because well, I think uh, you should pedophilia execute. and, you know, like those types of things that, you know, capitalism, the dark things that uh, capitalism allows to exist, you know, um, sex child sex slaves sex slaves crack in general came to imprison the black man yeah crack cocaine <laughs> to imprison the black man i mean that's, there's that's probably urban myth but i like no, to perpetrate there, that <laughs> there's been leaked documents of the cia deliberately causing chaos in predominantly african-american communities with drugs and I mean, stuff like what that better way to control the the masses you know well, I mean? exactly. That's exactly it. And I think Get during them hooked the on chemicals, make them feel empowered, make I mean, late what, 70s, what the, 80s, early 90s, probably even through the 2000s and today. I mean, that was like behind closed doors conversation and, and procedure, I think, through governmental, um, you know, black book operations. This isn't necessarily an original thought, and I mean, it just seemed poignant to me today when I read it, but uh, the best type of slave is the one that thinks that he's free. And I mean, if you enslave somebody via chemicals that they can easily create on their stovetop or something, then what better way to enslave somebody, be it physically, be it pharmaceutically, you know? Well, and when you you go that route, a lot of people who do drugs are looking for freedom of thought, freedom of action, independence in a way. So that is that is truly what is being done. It's not a matter of like, you know, they're keeping people on a visible leash. They're allowing them the opportunity to imprison themselves, to enslave themselves. Make it look like it was their choice. By searching for their freedom, so to speak. Yep. And like, oh, look, I can create meth at home from all these chemicals and I can do meth. Yeah, you're doing meth, but you're you're perpetuating a cycle that is destructive. There is no positive end to it. And all it's going to do is cause damage to you and everyone around you. 
So they up the police force. They, you know, they filter money towards drug enforcement, and then the prisons get fuller, and the people that are involved in the prisons get richer. So it's a matter of which direction they want to try to pull money from the slave community of the civilians. Yeah. Um. So we we lost another real one this week. Did you hear about Juice World? What? <laughs> Fucking SoundCloud rapper, SoundClown rapper. I I was gonna say I, that's not. I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about, dude. Juice World. Get this. Latest documents are saying he uh, overdosed when he <laughs> he tried to hide his stash of Percocets by eating them. And <laughs> that, wow, that, that never makes ends well. That's uh. I don't care how well you rap. That's not going to end well. Um, when did rap become as terrible as it is now? Because, I mean, it's an art form that basically, arguably, you had a handful of black guys and three Jewish guys from fucking Brooklyn that... Uh, yep, <laughs> yep. Fucking Beastie Boys. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just predominantly fucking codeined out trash and face tattoos. And that that problematic word that I'm not going to drop again. But, like, that's predominantly what it is. It's about well, it went from fucking poetry. gash and black word, black word, and face tattoos. Yeah, it went from poetry and and uh, you know telling a story. I mean, if you go back to like Wu Tang and listen to the shit that they drop, you know what I mean. Or if you go back and listen to Tupac or Biggie or you know N.W.A. Dr. Dre. If you Rage Against to the Machine, Rage Against the Machine. If like, you listen to older Nas and Jay Z and like a lot of the. Not even forefathers, but the the ones who carried it to a point where they made the money and they they kind of just said, "All right, it's time for the next generation." They you know they they stepped aside, most of them, Is or it they just died. Me being a dinosaur though, like no, I feel it's like really it's not fucking trash. Do a and... lyric comparison, man. Just do a lyric comparison. That doesn't make. It, anyone of any age can tell the the difference between if they have no how to read, they yeah. can tell between something that is more complex structurally between you know one or another. I mean, even the beats just don't feel the same anymore to me. Like everybody's trying to rap over trap beats and just fucking. Look, we don't know if we're electronica or mumble rap. Let's just melt it all together and then we're going to fucking rap. I know I have been ragging really hard on the free market lately. Mm -hmm. But again, I think this is something that enough influencers, enough quote-unquote popular people with enough influence bought into the shit and yeah. were selling the shit 
So the money, it's literally if you follow the money to where the the people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure, there may be some very solid lyricists out there, some poets out there still making music, still and, you know, really killing it. And they might be making money, but the majority of the market is flooded with, you know, codeined out, scissor drinking, just mumblers. They're just literally so fucked up. They're not even coherent. Um, I know Trav will be happy to hear me say this because as much as I front MGK, definitely among the best that of contemporary rap because like he's telling fucking stories and he's not mumbling and you can understand every word and like he's definitely among the best but i just i don't feel it in my heart like fucking uh like i said the beastie boys or wu-tang nwa dre's solo shit cubes solo shit like fucking pock all kinds of crazy shit you know like like i used to listen to and you know what tricks and no no joke i think (laughs) this is so fucking gay i honest to god think for our generation great malenko one of the greatest fucking rap albums out there (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking care. I'm uh, no, I am not a juggalo, but shit is sick. <laughs> yeah. For the time for the time it was dropped, it was good. I mean, Alice Cooper was fucking in on it, so you know that it has some merit. Now, most shit post Great Malenko is just god awful. They they have just really jumped the shark, and they need to realize they're fifty year old men that need to stop with the gimmick. But bitches, ha! Oh my god, where would we be if we still had old dirty bastard in this world? Um, that in lies therein lies the true question of this conversation. Fuck rap. <laughs> 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 moving on yeah <laughs> so what are we moving on to that's a good question um did you see trump was in hershey the other day i did did he have anything to say or was i don't just... know i didn't go i saw a bunch of people slobbing at the knob um being excited at the fact that he was there i gotta say uh the alternative being Pence right now, I say let it ride. <laughs> but... There's, I was seeing there commercials for what is his name, Tom Steyer, Tom Steyer. No idea. Tom Steyer. He is an American billionaire, hedge fund manager, philanthropist, environmentalist, liberal activist. He's a candidate in the 2020 Democratic Party primaries. Okay. I've literally never heard of him. Uh, well, of course I don't follow this shit for the most part, but I generally don't either. I think I would probably become one of those um clock tower types if I did. 
God, I cannot believe how far ahead Biden is in all these polls. He is such a bumbling fucking moron. But because he was Obama's vice president. Yeah, like Adam Freeland said the other day. It's like, oh, I remember him from Obama. It's It's just like... Yeah. The the association is enough to fucking uh And that's and, what we're a society of, influenced and influencers. Obama was the president for 8 years and he had his his vice president, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. everywhere with him. I mean, those two were inseparable. Yeah. And because of the association of the influence of Obama and how um, Obama influenced America during his his tenure as president, Biden is going to be the Democratic candidate. Period. Like he he's still riding on Obama's coattails yeah. because yeah. of the association, the influence that was produced. Now, if he was selling something, motherfucker would be loaded. I don't know, man. He talks like he's actually retarded. So I, <laughs> I throw that word around a lot, but he talks like a man that's actually fucking like either burn, up on, yeah. burn up on fucking spray paint huffing or like <laughs> fucking cute lacquer cleaning. Like, yeah, like fucking, uh, uh I was eating keyboard cleaner the other day i don't think he has what it takes to get it done against trump if it comes down to those two trump's sweeping it's just sad but true and fuck i wish they would just carpet bomb america (laughs) well i don't Uh, know i don't but i don't think that there's any positive solution to anything at this point i think we're literally sleeping in the bed that has been made for us because of the comfortable lives of our previous few generations yeah and i know that's that sounds really defeatist and really cynical of me to say yes and no but I honestly, like I don't. Wrong at this point. Honestly, I don't have it. Like I am so entrenched in my poverty, in my struggle, in my socioeconomic, you know, and, and everything. Like I have no desire or motivation to get involved in the politics. In the uh, the civic duties that are freely available to everyone to to make any kind of a change, yeah. I just I don't have the time, the energy, or the desire to give a fuck. And I think that's speaking where we're of, supposed to be. Speaking of Christmas is coming, and I'm giving everybody lowered expectations for Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, don't get your hopes up from me, my friend. <laughs> well, I uh, I need four tires, and I don't know how to fucking do that right now. Since we're behind a paywall, I am. Um, I plan on giving mom a bracelet box with four 
positive pregnancy tests in it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to be her Christmas gift. That's that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to abstain. <laughs> hey. Uh, what if they were yours? <laughs> there would probably be some questions being asked. We'd be rich. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. I um, I I I decided to detransition before I got my Audi turned into an Innie, and even then, I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't have had the remainder of the bits added. So yeah. It would it would still be problematic. Everything's problematic if you look at it long enough. Especially if you add swear words. Yeah. Pretty much. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So um. Did you hear? I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. It's after 2 a.m. Like, I, I'm fucking burnout for the week. I spent the whole week trying to rehab this spine, and I, I don't I don't know what to do anymore. I went to the Cairo, and it didn't really help. And, like, I'm just eating the motherfucker out of Tylenol and ibuprofen, hoping for something, but... A failed liver, I right. think, is... Kidney and liver failure. Yeah, I think that's honestly, like, what um, what yeah. you can expect out of those those things. Because fucking Tylenol is just trash. I think your body builds a, a tolerance to acetaminophen really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of them I'm not supposed to be eating, but I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I should have paid more attention to that, but... I just wanted to do a real real quick shout out to the 17 listeners we have on the free feed because I'm sitting here looking at the math. I want us to do another shout out to the subs that we still have. We haven't lost. Yeah, we truly love you guys. I'm afraid that some of it might just be because uh, the paywall is low enough that you don't want to cancel it because it's more of a hassle to cancel it. But It's only $5, $10. It's not bad. They, <laughs> they swear a lot, and they say some words that I don't find acceptable. But I don't, I don't think any of our subs think that. But. No, I don't either, but, you know... It's to a point where we need to find more people to listen. So tell your friends, please. I don't know what that's going to take. I don't – I mean we are in a um, population dead zone. We need to radicalize one direction or another, honestly. Yeah, this centrist shit is definitely hurting us, I think. Because people hear me start ragging about Trump and then they turn off and don't listen to me fucking rag for 10 minutes on Biden being a fucking literal retard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and honestly, 
and his uh his nemesis corn pop at the fucking swimming hole i i think coming at him with chains what we need to like we need to study propaganda i think is what we need to do because that's what a lot of advertising is is like third generation removed nazi propaganda studies yeah and yeah yeah you're right and um we were talking about uh what is the verbiage you used at any rate uh the the mass market of uh podcasters really fucking makes it hard to find our needle in a haystack right now because one we're not celebrities two we're not advertising like so you have shit like and this this sounds hypocritical because I'm listening to it, but you have shit like uh, two of the girls from The Office started a podcast just doing a rewatch of The Office. And it's got like millions of views and listens already. And it's like, well, how'd they do that? It's like, well, they're two people from one of the most popular sitcoms of all time. And they're watching one of the most popular sitcoms of all time. Like, it's not so fair. It, it's, again, the 1% mentality where... Well, the game is loaded. If you're already popular, you're going to be popular in this, too. And, and that's that's what makes it defeating. Like, oh, yeah. I've, I've as I was saying... I've once with... wanted to lie down on the fucking landmine and just cover it you know (laughs) cover it but that's how you're guaranteed to fail is to quit you know well certainly but like i figured for a little while if i got on twitter and i just started throwing shenanigans every which direction it would make any difference at all and it doesn't all that literally did was isolate people. We lost followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We've lost people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We've lost listeners. We've. I mean, I know nobody really wants to hear about this behind the how the sausage is made, like Science Channel paid premium. But, like, you know. It, it's it, translatable to other aspects of the 99% yeah. of America. Yep. Yeah, it absolutely is. I uh, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to fix us. Because <laughs> well, I can't... If, if, if we picked up a moneyed agenda, and now this is going to... This might seem a little bit like weapons grade autism here for a minute but follow okay. me if you can okay. did you ever notice um like on 4chan and on reddit at times there's the uh invest your your internet points in this meme because it's trending like meme there's actually a meme with a dude sitting at a, a, a desk with a bunch of monitors with a bunch of like graphs and statistics going on in it mm-hmm I think if we like took the things that are most popular and moneyed ideas and trending, okay, 
and and just like I don't know, formulated a show about those things and tagged them and got in the mix with all the popular things. You know what I mean? Like I think we definitely need to put a finer point on this show. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. I, I, I don't know how better to put that. We need to put a finer point on the show. I feel like it's pointless right now. Like, we're just literally fucking angry rambling most of the time. And that works for some shows. But most shows I listen to have a structure. You know, well, I think a lot of the the ones that use angry rambling is because they have clearly defined moral and political like outlines already established like that. Um, I keep seeing the guy's face, but I can't remember his fucking name. He's like a real douchebag conservative. Um, like ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. There it is. You knew exactly who the fuck I was <laughs> well, talking about. I imagined his dumb fuck face the second you said that. Yeah, like, I mean, he is one of the most hateful, rigid, non-centrist people out there. And he has... Actually, you're wrong. I say the most knowledgeable things there are, and uh, I... I don't stop up my asshole with a modium. If I have to blow shit, I'm just going to blow shit. Pretty good impression. I'm pretty impressive. I think woke culture, what we're trying to do is we're trying to speak from woke standpoint. And I don't think that it's helpful. No. To any amount of financial gain. Well, the thing of it is... Nobody gives a fuck. Yes. Nobody gives a fuck what anybody's doing. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just keeps scrolling down their timeline and fucking... We don't have the bells and whistles, and we don't have fucking stupid videos, and we don't have Ben Shapiro talking in name of our shit. Like, I don't know. It's just going to fucking come off as drab to the people that are just scrolling to see their next fucking Baby Yoda meme, you know? (laughs) I like that Baby Yoda guy. Boy, he's cute. Look at his eyes. He is fucking adorable. He is fucking adorable. And the Mandalorian is such a goddamn badass. Did you watch this week's episode? Yes, I did. He is such a fucking bamp. Did you notice... uh, the Satan-looking guy is Clancy Brown. I don't even know who that is. Clancy Brown. Um, let's see. What is he in that you know him from? You would know him to see him. He was, among other things, he was in Lost. Okay. Um, he was the guy that Desmond was. Oh, I, yeah, I'm looking at him. I know who he is. He was on Shawshank. He was, yeah, he was the Satan guy. The Dvorak. Yeah, and Dvorak. Are the are the things with the dildos on the head? Uh, Twi'leks. Yeah. yeah, they're the Twi'leks. Did you know Clancy Brown is Mr. Krabs? Yes, I did actually. That's Real where talk. I recognized. Yeah, that's where I recognized him from. 
Real talk, I fucking hate SpongeBob SquarePants so fucking much. <laughs> oh my god, it just makes me want to claw my motherfucking throat out. I guess it's because I'm a Squidward. I'm Squidward. He's Squidward. She's Squidward. Uh, we're watching back through. Back through. We're so far behind on the Marvel Comics uh, universe that we finally, after, I don't know, damn near 10 years, watched Avengers the other day. Sweet. And I don't understand to look at the man how Jeremy Renner has a career as an actor. Why? Because he's hideous? He's a fucking bulldog looking dude. Like, I mean, and Hawkeye is badass. But, like, they kind of allude to Black Widow was hooking up with him at some point. It's like, yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> Give me strength. Are you serious? Jeremy Renner. What has he been in? Um, God. The internet is in love with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I noticed. He is everywhere. And don't get me wrong, I loved the first Deadpool. Still have not seen the second one, which is... I haven't. I haven't either, honestly. But I don't know what made him explode. Because, like, we had, like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago at this point, like, Van Wilder and Waiting. And then what the fuck was he in before Deadpool? Because all of a sudden, uh, he's everywhere again. I don't know. Honestly. Who gives a shit? I'm just, try- <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with something. I'm sorry. Well. Uh, he was in Wolverine Origins as Wade Wilson. Yeah, that, he was for about ten seconds. And that then was he a got, fucking abortion. Let's, he uh, got wheeled. Let's, uh, let's weld Deadpool's mouth shut. That's a good idea. With skin. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looked like uh, Neo in the first Matrix. Oh, man. That was a wonderful fucking ser- like se- sequence in that movie. I need to rewatch that. Totally it's, worth it. It's been forever. Like, And I only ever watched the second and third one once. Because I thought the second one was kind of eh, and the third one was just like, I'm falling the fuck asleep through this. I don't, I don't feel like I ever really saw how it Well, they had, they had such a broad philosophical reach, the Wachowskis did, when they, Mm -hmm. they wrote the first one. And they had to tie it into a, a completable story. So... Some of two and a lot of three is really out there. Yeah. So you kind of have to... Um, well, didn't they make it like it was a cyclical story? How uh, Yes. the machines sacked... Uh, Zion. Zion. Six ton- well, the, the Neo in The Matrix that we watched was the sixth iteration of the anomaly... But the didn't they allude to the fact that uh, Agent Smith was the actual one? 
Like he was the one. He was the variable. He was the that god was, in the that machine. That was well, that was the natural anomaly that took place because of evolution, in my opinion. That's um, the the evolution of the uh, negative, I guess, aspects of humankind is what Agent Smith turned into towards this, the end. And this then is the now machine... a Matrix podcast. So. Well, I... no, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm fucking saying something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Did you hear they're making a Matrix 4? Really? Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss and uh, Keanu signed on for it already, too. That might be interesting. If Didn't it's not... they kill off Neo, though? Essentially, yes. At the end of the third one. What the fuck? They killed Trinity at the end of the third one, also. Well, Trinity makes... straight up dies half an hour before the movie ends that's no that doesn't make sense no it doesn't it's probably just fake news what matrix 4 no yeah. it's got an imdb page they have a fucking teaser trailer it's happening okay <laughs> yeah i'm serious like i'm yeah john wick and matrix 4 dual release date schedule what what I still haven't seen John Wick 2. Warner Brothers Pictures has officially confirmed a fourth Matrix film is in development with Village Roadshow Pictures, who is the original people that, um, yeah. Did you think I was making that up? Well, Um, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't questioning you. I just, I'm wondering what the fuck they're gonna do with it. It could literally just be a reiteration. I mean, they could put John Wick in the Matrix. <laughs> oh my John god. Wick, I think John Wick is from the Matrix, honestly. <laughs> I think you're right. Man, John Wick was so fucking badass. I were, like I said, I haven't seen the second or third movie. I don't know why. Because I absolutely loved the first movie. The the first one, he really showed his ability, his physical prowess. Keanu Reeves did with the stunts and stuff. Yeah. Just his, you could see just how naturally he handled the firearms in that (laughs) fucking movie. Well, you've seen the, you've seen the videos of him training, right? Yeah. He's fucking badass. When did Keanu go from just like a skater dude? To like the coolest fucking actor there is. The first Matrix movie. Honestly, I, that was I. I, would I say had Bill and Ted, man. He's always been fucking badass. I've always thought he was awesome. The you know, there's another Bill and Ted coming out, right? Yeah, I did see that. Alex Winter looks like fucking trash. The Matrix worldwide has made one. Point five, 1.6 billion dollars. Cool. Like That's all awesome. three, all three movies. Yeah. Worldwide gross of 1.6 billion dollars. So it's no wonder why they're gonna try to resurrect the series because oh, yeah. 
why create any new intellectual properties when you can beat a dead horse and suck it for milk? Can you believe Keanu Reeves is 55 years old? I can. When I he mean, doesn't, just, when he doesn't shave, you can see his age. A little bit. Kind of like Johnny Jesus. Depp. Johnny Depp's almost 60. He kind of looks like in this picture for Bill and Ted Face the Music, like he uh, used his vampiric abilities on Alex Winter, though. <laughs> Sucked him dry. Oh, he does not look good. He looks like... Give me your mortal energies. He's like, you haven't had a good movie since the Lost Boys. Just be dead now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who the fuck is Samara Weaving? Um, Boy, this is a real cool episode. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, like, like, we're trying here, but I... We need to start writing a script, or like a fucking bullet points or something. I've said that since episode two, man. Yeah, but episode two was a shit show. (laughs) I think all of our episodes have been shit shows. Maybe, Maybe we were just trying to find our footing. Maybe we should try it again, because I feel like, how the fuck do you keep the thread on any of this, you know? <laughs> well, like, I, like it, it's and you, you're the, sorry, or... you're the sorry son of a bitch that has to upload it and write episode notes often. Uh, like, hey guys, I don't remember what this one was about. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, here's a new episode. Enjoy! Yeah, this one's... <laughs> This one's got both of us on it. <laughs> this, yep, we were both here. We both talked and uh, have fun. Have you? Now, uh, I think a lot of times the conversation's organic, though. So I think it's easier to listen to than like, "Hello, Jeremy." Hello, Jeremy. I would like to be a manager. Did you see the trailer for The Witcher yet? No. What are you even talking about? Like, they're making a movie of The Witcher? No, it's a series coming to Netflix. Like, like the CD like, Projekt Red game, The Witcher? Like, like in a week. No shit. Yeah, it's Henry Cavill, or however the fuck you say his dumb name. Stupid gay name. I'm going to fucking swear just to fucking swear at this point. Yeah, like, I get tired of catching flack at work about how much we swear in the free feed. Oh. Um. No, I just, I don't think it minimizes what we're saying at all. I really don't think that it affects what we're saying, what we're doing. Like, we can be garbage without swears. Like, if we're garbage, we're garbage, whatever, you know, sure. but... Sure, but uh, just because there's parental advisory on it doesn't automatically make us garbage. It's like the people at Target that think if I call somebody a fucking moron on the radio that I should be immediately fired just because I called them a fucking moron. I mean, if I take fucking out, they're still going to be mad. (laughs) See, that's that's being deliberately a offensive <laughs> offending someone I, I don't know i don't I know why that's bad i'm joking but <laughs> but no there's certain people 
certain managers and stuff that uh, even on a behind the scenes level, if you swear in their general direction, they want to try to get you in trouble. And it's like, we're working in a warehouse. I, I mean, and then I go back to, of course, it's 11 years ago at this point, but when I applied for Walmart distribution and I didn't get the job because of my forearm tattoos, you know? And yeah. It's like, okay, am I not working in a warehouse? What's the big deal? It's not like I can't hide them. It's not like I don't go into Walmart at 2 a.m. and see some of the fucking freaks and geeks of society, you know? Well, I mean, you could just summarize that as the people of Walmart. Oh, got them. That's that's still a website, I think. Uh, Yeah, I know it's definitely a, a meme factory. So is life. So is Facebook. Man, there is no good music coming out lately. Just none. I uh, unless you're in the juice world. I went back to the other day. You sent me a a link to a Trivium song, and I went back and started listening to their older albums. Uh huh. And then I went back to the Sin in the Sentence, and like they haven't released much bad music. No. In my opinion. No. Um. I I would be hard pressed to pick a least favorite album. Probably Silence in the Snow because it's just really? Yeah, it just doesn't have as many hooky, awesome, Man, amazing songs to make. That's probably one of my favorite albums <clears throat> of theirs, actually. But like Trivium, if you don't know Trivium and you're into metal at all, you should oh, give them a listen. It's fucking awesome. I saw them live twice now, and they just sound amazing live. Matt Heafy has a Twitch that he plays. Like, he takes requests, and he plays songs on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he uploads his shit to YouTube. And uh, like he's he he's in it, man. He is metal as fuck. He is he's actually a really legit dude outside of being the the lead singer and and lead guitarist of Trivium. A couple times outside of Trivium, he made me realize just how much I love him as a person. And um, one was an acoustic cover of one of my favorite Opeth songs, Harvest, and it's yep. just so fucking good. Two yeah. was the whole Roadrunner United project that he was one of the captains on. That was just yeah. amazing. They need to do that again because that they really do. That was such a wonderful like staff meeting type thing. I mean, they they have lost a lot of the musicians that were on that at this point. I think it's time for another who's who, like a reunion, you know? Yeah. I look at the uh, the musicians that were on that, and, I mean, off the top of my head, Paul Gray is gone. Peter Steele is gone. Uh, was, wasn't Lemmy on one of the tracks? I want to say Lemmy was on a track. Dude, Corn um, is on Roadrunner. Oh my god. Are they really? Yes. 
Corns. Jonathan would absolutely be down for a fucking song. Could you? Corn, Slipknot. Slipknot's been on Red Runner, though. Oh, yeah. Corey was on that first one. Corey's amazing. Coheden, Cambria, Angel Dust, Creeper. View more of our active roster. I'm on the uh, Red Runner Records website. Code Orange, uh, Gojira is on Red Runner. Get the fuck out of here yeah gojira is one that's another one if you're the least bit into metal and you don't know about gojira you should definitely go check them out they haven't put out a bet stone sour trivium for real theory theory of dead man yeah so i mean there's a lot of really heavy hitters on here i could see maria brink putting out a fucking scorcher of a track i'm not even a huge in this moment fan but, but she's, she's a hell of a she's lead metal state. as fuck. Yeah, she is yeah, metal as fuck, man. I think Arch Enemy either is or was. No, they're not. Um, they're on I Metal don't, Blade. I was gonna say Metal Blade, but I'd have to verify that. Hell, they might actually be on their own. It's possible. I wish Ghost was. I want more Ghost all the time. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Ghost is just such an anomalous band. If we're talking music for a minute, I don't think I've ever gone on about Ghost. Ghost, to me, is a good analogy for our podcast in that people will immediately get the wrong taste for them because they have this persona that they're a satanic like gospel church yeah like a satanic church thing and it's really tobias forge is just a genius and knows how to push the right buttons to fucking get i mean he's doing what alice cooper did before him before kiss did before him marilyn manson Manson did before him like manson's not a fucking maniac either you know they're putting they know the right buttons. That's what we need to do. What we, research the buttons to push? Yeah, I mean, turn it into fucking Tartafagacast or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And people will search for that. I no. felt I felt deeply horrible about the opening to the free episode this week. And like we can I, pull it, who cares? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna work anymore. So I think just doing something like decisive action is what we need to do. We can't keep pulling punches. We can't keep course correcting before we even do anything. I think doing anything is what we need to do. And then if people don't like it, if it's offensive, you can always apologize and then pull it. The thing is, hail safe. Hell, motherfucking team. Um, anybody that knows us for real, like the people that are behind this paywall right now, yes. knows that we are just trying to be people. You know, I am about as understanding as a person as you could ask for. And my offensive language is not intended to be an immediate firewall for people. But subconsciously, maybe it is, you know? 
I don't know. Maybe I am trying to pick and choose who I want to hear our shit just by offending the 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 prudes out there, you know? Well, I think in order to get anywhere, we're going to have to be funnel liquor. We're going to have to funnel liquor and <laughs> and kind of just be more bender like. You know what I mean? Because special interests are where the money is. Yeah. Like if Joe Rogan had fucking Elon Musk on his podcast. All right. Yeah. Let that sink the fuck in for a minute. Joe Rogan is literally just throwing shit at the wall, too. He just has more popularity than us. Exactly. But. Because that dude is just a crazy fucking drug addict that does whatever he wants, you know? Well, but because of him being a UFC announcer for a long time and being a comedian and having, like, the different documentaries he's done on drugs, Mm -hmm. enough people have seen his stuff. Speaking of, did you pick up on Bill Burr on the uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, I did. Like, right away, I'm like, that's fucking Bill Burr. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> did you know that uh, Nick Nolte was the Ugnaught in the first two episodes? Or the the no. little, yeah, the I Have Spoken guy? No, was he him. was not. Yes, he was. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Nick that Nolte. show is so fucking good. I mean, <laughs> even beyond... Uh, the baby yoda memes which is just like god tier (laughs) oh my god i'm in the uh friday night meltdown because i know i gotta go back to that place tomorrow the shithole yeah well another week and i'm not a world famous podcaster (laughs) you know maybe Maybe we should do videos, or maybe we should try to influence and try to... I told you what the next step is, and I think it's going to happen soon. I think the time constraints changed tonight, but uh, I think we need a a martyr on the show. (laughs) And I'll gladly lay down on the fucking grenade. I've said many times, you know... See, the thing is, you don't generally say much in the way that pisses me off to want to be offensive to you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we need somebody that is definite um, opposite. Yeah. Like there should be a opposite. Yeah. Like a polar opposite debate. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I enjoy conversations that allow me to try to empathize with other people's opinions and try yeah. to understand them and maybe try to debate for the sake of de- debating whether I agree or not. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Maybe we should make it – just change it to debate team and fucking <laughs> <laughs> really show our nerdiness. Hi, we're on the debate team. I'm going to take pro this week. Yeah, and I'm going to take con, so... You are a con. You're a fucking criminal, and I'm coming at you. (laughs) I'm coming at you because you're a con, and you said it, so...
the the swift wind of justice is coming for you. <laughs> Fuck. Um, as always, I implore you if you're listening to this and you have any ideas, like, please email us. You know the fucking email at this point. Like, yeah, or don't. Even though you're not using it, or like, call us out on Facebook or call our phones if you're friends with us on or i mean if you're subbed on patreon chances are you might know our cell phone numbers anyway but yeah if any one of you want our fucking personal numbers just dm us on patreon speaking of did i tell you that mike hale from your kickstarter sucks and i talked a little bit on yeah yeah you said that there was a conversation started there that's pretty cool that is so fucking cool and it's just like this guy is like world famous and he's he's not necessarily world famous they would say they're pretty low tier but they're making like 15k a month on patreon so doing a little better than us little certainly God, could you imagine that kind of money? But it's not about the money. It's about the love of the game. I do love the game. I was doing it for free for months, you know? Yeah. Well, like, I I also need money to live. True. Yeah. <laughs> I would like money so I could get the hell away from a two-hour commute. Can I, I tell uh, you I'm going to have to start doing that every day again? No. Yeah, between 12-hour shifts, two-hour commute back and forth. I just assumed that that's what you were doing anyhow. Mm-mm. No. No, that, that's really going to fucking ramp up my... Either Hate. my... Well, my hatred, my suicidal feelings, my fucking hate. <laughs> you know. Hate. Me hate. Um... What else do we got? We're encroaching on time, and it's fucking three in the morning, so I'm not going to want to go real long tonight, and people aren't probably listening anymore, so... Well, it's not like we're doing it live. We'd probably draw in some listeners if we do live stuff. Like, we don't have to do live shows at a venue to get live shows out there. Do you know how we could... Can we do that on Facebook? Like the two of us together? We would have to probably be in the same room, which doesn't happen but like twice a year. Yeah. So we could do a Christmas, a Facebook Live event. We we could do a Facebook Live event for Christmas, and you could watch as the piss slowly trickles out of my penis down my leg and drips (laughs) off my shoe after I hang myself. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe that is the deterrent that that people just like they give up they're just like i can't listen to these fucking idiots anymore i mean we haven't done it yet so well that's how we keep the podcast rolling um so one last thing i guess um <laughs> <laughs> i was at an at&t store in altoona today for an hour and a half just trying to get my phone upgraded and uh did you know they did like 
God, like take a number type bullshit on any random day in an AT&T store. Like <laughs> it was half an hour before I even got waited on. And then, you know, you got to do the whole phone transfer to the other phone bullshit. And it was like, yeah, that's not pain then. 90 minutes till I got out of there. And it's like, wow, this was fun. Cool. Friday night. Radar service. <laughs> that guy. I pity the poor guy that was uh, doing the whole service for us because he was trying to make small talk and we were just acting like fucking goofballs the whole time. And uh, she mentioned the Mandalorian. And he's like, oh, did you? Did you? And he's like fucking jumping at the bait. Like, oh, oh, did you see the new one? It's like, no. He's like, oh, I won't talk about it then. <laughs> I won't talk about it then. Like, yeah, don't spoil us, fuckface. <laughs> about that. Um, do you got any shows to plug or anything? <laughs> um. No, I really, really don't. I um, yeah. I I haven't had time to watch stuff. I'll watch the, the new episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, I meant live shows for you. you oh, any, you doing any open mics or anything? I we don't should have time. I mean, like if we could, we could get into local bars and stuff. See, that's the fucking dichotomy of it, though. It's like if we had the money that we could do this independently and open up the free time, then we wouldn't need to do the open mic spots to fucking get the money. To It's just a goddamn labyrinthian level clusterfuck. It's it's part of the grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once we grind out to one challenge, then it'll be the next challenge, and then it'll be, you know what I mean? There's always going to be a challenge we're going to have to come to. Like, uh, the next one would be where to spend all the fucking money. Yeah, right? And after that, it's like, do I even want to fucking kill myself? (laughs) Do I even want to breathe fucking dirt anymore i don't know but you might still want to pound sand i should i should pound sand up my ass do it yeah we'll uh see you next time thank you for your patience again his work schedule is goddamn crazy it's hell trying to work around sometimes but uh we're trying guys thanks thanks girl thanks girl (laughs) 